Hello friends, what is happening? This, that, and those listeners. Hope everybody's having a great day. I hope everybody's having a super, super well day. Now, um, the coronavirus, uh, it's full effect, okay? Coronavirus is in full effect. Um, everybody's still under quarantine or supposed to be staying away from people. I don't know if you guys are doing that or not. Um, we'll see. <clears throat> but anyway, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Help Me Hemp. Now, some of the benefits of their hemp seed oil is that it reduces arthritis, joint pain, helps build strong bones. Um, it can aid in weight loss, good for diabetics. There's, you know, studies that say it can help against certain types of cancers, preventing certain cancers, boost your immunity. Um, I've been chugging it during this whole thing just because here's the thing. Like if you're drinking it or taking it regularly, it's not going to hurt you. There's the only thing you're going to do is benefit from it. Um, can help you know with with circulation, um, lower cholesterol, improve your heart health, help with varicose veins, which are those gross veins that like you know like older people get them on their legs or their arms. Um, helps with digestion. There's, I mean, there is so many things. There's tons of vitamins, A's, B's, C, D, E, uh, <laughs> omega three six nines. Tons of minerals. Um, just look, go to Help Me Hemp and check out their website. If there's, you know, if there's a little contact box on there, tell me you heard about their podcast through this, that, and those. Ask if they can give you some free samples. If it's free, it's for me. Ask them if they can give you some samples and uh, just try it. The worst case scenario is you try something free and you don't like it, but you're going to like it. So you're going to end up getting more. Anyway, let's get into this. What's that? Is that a, a different intro song? Yeah, you know why? Because it's my damn podcast and I can do what I want. It's my podcast, I do what I want. <laughs> I'm a big boy now. Anyway, guys, I hope you guys are doing great today. It's, uh, it's been weird. It's been very, very weird. I don't know if everybody else feels like that. Um, but the whole coronavirus, man, it's very odd. And I, I bet people are sick of hearing it. If you listen to other podcasts, you're sick of hearing it. It's like, period. I don't know a podcast that 
that isn't talking about it or mentioning it or maybe they're canceled because of it if they're not doing Skype, um, like a Skype call podcast. But it's uh, it's just weird, and I'm sorry if I'm just continuing to talk about it, which I know I am, but like my podcast is more so about what's going on in my life and this is what's going on for most of our lives and this is um i've said it before like we're just we're in uncharted waters almost not almost we are it's not like you can go back and be like oh well, this is how they handled it then i was um Speaking of, like, fucked up handling of, of viruses, I was listening to a Rogan podcast, and he's been, I mean, he's been harping on the coronavirus, too, so if you listen to his podcast, in all honesty, you're probably just going to want to turn this one off, because this is all it is, dude. It's fucking, <laughs> this is, the coronavirus is consuming our lives, and that's what it is. What else is consuming my life is the Vampire Diaries. Now, <laughs> pause. I know you're thinking... But you're a 26-year-old male. Like, why are you watching a show for 13-year-old girls? Here's the thing. I loved Twilight. I watched The Vampire Diaries. Now, if you're asking if I'm Team Stefan or Team Damon, I'm Team Stamen. I like them both. I go back and forth, okay? There's a thing about me. I changed my mind. I'm... I'm indecisive about my stuff. So yeah, I like them both. Sue me. If you're asking what's the Vampire Diaries, it's basically eight seasons of like 20 episodes, 40 minutes long of Twilight, but better. It's better than Twilight. And here's the thing. I know this is not what we were planning on doing today. Not what I was planning on doing today. Certainly is confessing to you guys my love for the Vampire Diaries. But here's the thing of why it's better. Twilight, and, and even past the books. Because Twilight, you know, there's five books, five movies. Especially the movies. Five movies, even if they were two hours long. Okay? Ten hours? Pfft. The Vampire Diaries said, hold my beer. Let me show you how to make a real vampire love story saga it's not even a saga it's a i don't know what the the term would be for eight seasons so i'm not gonna try the ocho <laughs> vampire diaries the ocho um but here's the thing they get so much more into detail. There's so many more characters and you get to learn about each character and <laughs> no shame. I have no shame. It's, uh, it's just an incredible show and I encourage you all to watch it during this quarantine. Dude, what better thing do you have to do? And most guys listening are like, I have any better thing to do, which is true. But if there is any girls listening and you're like, are thinking, oh man, I wish I had a show to watch. Vampire Diaries. I'm here to tell you the Vampire Diaries is what you should be watching. And if you have a boyfriend, 
make him watch that shit too because I guarantee, I can guarantee after a few episodes, he's going to watch it with you. Like, you're going to have to really, really push him to do it the first few times. But then afterwards, you're not going to have to ask so many times. The first few times you might have to be like, oh, come on, I'll blow you if you watch a few episodes. And he'll be like, okay, let's do it. And then it's going to come to a point where you don't have to blow him. He's just going to watch it with you. And he's going to get addicted. And he might even message me and say, hey, man, thanks for making me watch that show. I appreciate you. Guess what? I appreciate you, too. Anyway, what I was going to say was I was listening to a podcast and um, they were talking about the smallpox, like the original vaccine for smallpox was they would horse and what would it be? Horse and carriage, uh, horse drawn carriage, horse and buggy. They would take a horse drawn buggy around the city with a dead body on the back of the, the whatever you want to call it, the buggy. And they would like the, the dead body was a, a smallpox body. They would scrape off a little bit of that or inject or inject it into the healthy people and the antibodies would help. But then you're probably thinking like, well, how many people probably died from that going wrong? You know, probably a lot, probably a lot. And is that true? I think so, but I'm not sure. So I'm not going to pretend like I know because I don't, I don't. Um, you know what I didn't talk about in the past podcast that I really, really wanted to talk about, um, is, is Tiger King. And I don't know how I didn't talk about it because that's really all I've been talking about in my real life. Um, I mean, Tiger King. Now, if you're <clears throat> wondering what Tiger King is, let's see if I can, let's see if I can find the, um, and it, by the way, if you don't know what Tiger King is, you have been living under a rock. Let's look up the Tiger King trailer. Here we go. So, not every day that a zookeeper went to prison for murder for hire. There are more captive tigers in the U.S. than there are in the wild throughout the world. They don't people are nuts, man. They're all crazy. God. I'm sure y'all got a story to tell. Oh, so it's the studio that brought you the Firefest movie. I didn't realize that. Living out in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma, owned twelve hundred tigers and lions and bears and shit. Come here, love me. Good looking, good looking. Joe fucking exotic, man. I don't think we're done blowing shit up today. I don't think you are. They have a heart and a soul and a mind. So, basically, what this movie is is um. It's a documentary series. It's like a doc. What is it? Docu series of um, 
so I don't even know where to fucking start with this show. So it starts off, and you think it's going to be about this one guy and only this one guy, um, Joe Exotic, who, and I'm not going to get too into this. I'm just going to hit, like, some of the main bullet points because I don't want to really spoil it if you haven't watched it. Actually, if you haven't watched it, just stop the podcast. Go watch it. It's like six hours of your life that you're not going to get them back, but you're it's worth it, you know, like. Sometimes it's like, oh man, I wasted some time of my life watching that. This is pure quarantine entertainment. The world is shut down and a docu-series about a guy that has fucking like 300 lion tigers in Oklahoma is tr- is the number one thing that people are talking about. There's a virus <laughs> that is shutting down people's respiratory systems. And all people are talking about, well, people are talking about that, but also Joe Exotic, this crazy fucking hillbilly. And my God, do I wish I would have got this guy on my podcast at some point, because he definitely, dude, the thing about this guy, when you watch the video, is he definitely would have came on my podcast. He would have came on anyone's podcast that asked because he loves being the center of attention. There's like, man, there's this, there's Joe exotic. He's a crazy fucking Oklahoman with two crazy husbands. Yeah. He convinced one young, he's like 40. He convinced one young dude to marry him, then convinced another young dude to marry him. So it was like a three way. Two dicks, one mouth. Know what I'm saying? So there's that guy. Um, and and he is clearly insane. He has like 300 lions. Then there's um, his rival, Carol. Carol Baskins. Who, who may or may not have fed her husband to her tigers. Which... I think they, like, reopened the case to, like, take a second look at it. Here's the thing with her. If if I had a million dollars to bet if she did or not, I'd probably say, I'd probably lean towards no. But, like, if I was the cops and, all right, picture yourself as a cop. And a woman marries a guy who has millions of dollars. And they also have, like, a... 150 tigers. Okay. So they have money, they have tigers, and then the guy disappears. No one hears from him. He just disappears. Again, like 150 tigers. Why do I keep saying lions? Like 150 tigers. And if he leaves all of that money and the tiger farm gets inherited by the wife and there's like interviews and stuff of all of this guy's friends saying how he wasn't happy with her and this and that and I mean I'm sure that's to paint the narrative more so that she murdered her husband 
But, I mean, it's worth taking, like, a solid look into, which it doesn't seem like they did. If you were a cop and you got that story, hey, so we have this lady, um, her husband is a millionaire, they have a bunch of tigers. Oh, how many tigers? Like, four? No, they have, like, 120. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, dude, he just went missing. You wouldn't be like, well, what happened? You wouldn't be like, what happened to him? You wouldn't ask her, you know? You wouldn't dig a little deeper into that? And I think they, they opened up the case again. That's what Twitter, uh, Google or Twitter said. Some Somebody said that. But, like, my God. But then, like, the craziest one of them all is... um. The fuck's his name? There's another guy. What is it? It's Doc something. Is this it? Doc Antle? Yeah, holy shit. Wow. Theo Vaughn had him on his podcast. Doc Antle. Um, but he's like... He's like the craziest one because he has like 12 wives and they all have their own houses on his tiger farm. Um, he's basically, I mean, he's really like a cult leader. It's just, uh, it's definitely worth taking a watch. You know, give that one a watch. Tiger King, maybe the greatest thing. Um, Dude, you know what's crazy about this whole coronavirus is how Sweden's doing it. They everywhere, so everywhere is locked down. If you don't know by now, um, everywhere is locked down. But Sweden is kind of experimenting the opposite way. Like they don't, they're not locking anything down. They have sixty-seven hundred cases. Uh, 400 death deaths. That was 6,800 cases, 400 deaths. Um, I guess they're just trying to see like how their, their stats go against the rest of the world and see if it's necessary to shut down the world. I mean, freaking New York is like the epicenter of this, but that's the thing about New York is like just the way of living there. It's go, 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 go. There's really, like, imagine living in an apartment in New York and your work doesn't shut down. So you have to get out there, be mingling with whatever. Let's say on a nice day, you you walk past 10,000 people a day. There's, like, New York, there's so many people in that small city. It's just, it makes sense that that's, like, the ep- epicenter for it. I saw, um, <laughs> so like, you know, North Korea is insane. They reported that there's been <laughs> zero coronavirus, um, coronavirus infections. Let's see if they're still saying that North, <laughs> because I mean, dude, how, So I mean, South Korea—they shut their stuff. Yeah, North Korea claims North Korea t- claims to be totally free of virus. Um, 
Oh, man. Now, I mean, obviously they're probably lying. Dude, but how fun would it be to be Kim Jong-un? Like, obviously he's not a good guy, but, like, to be him? To just wake up and be like, hey, I have the papers. Have the papers talk about how big my wiener is. Like, he could do literally whatever he wants. There was one thing that said that he was... He had, like, five holes in one in a single match of... Is it match or game of golf? Whatever. Let's see. Uh, Kim Jong... Um, golf. Um, <laughs> 38 under par. So that's, yeah, it was like five holes in one. So insane. He could drive at age three. Oh, North Korea's most insane claims. Let's see this. Oh, this isn't going to be fun stuff. This is, yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong the second wrote more than 1,500 books. Um, he was also born under a double rainbow. Genius baby. Dude, and I mean, not to be like racist, but why do all the Kim Jongs look the freaking same? You know? They don't use the toilet. Yeah, Kim Jong-un could drive at age three. Um, great artist as a as a child. Just like, he says some ridiculous shit. It would be so fun to be him. Like, yeah, go tell everybody that I could type a thousand words in three minutes. Like, stuff like that would be fun to do. Not like... I mean, he obviously, you know, take better care of your people and stuff, but to be him, man, would be fun. Um, oh, man, Queen Elizabeth II was trending. I thought she, I thought, man, if she got the coronavirus, I think that would be the end of it for her. And that is very mean for me to say. Um, but, wow, Floyd Mayweather daughter arrested for stabbing NBA young boy. Who the fuck is NBA young boy? Oh, he has to be a rapper. This dude has to be a rapper with the name NBA young boy. NBA Young. Is it Young Boy Never Broke Again? Let's let's hear one of his songs. This is Oh, okay. He's Oh. Oh. I get it. He sounds like every other rapper right now. Do they just turn like their, what is that, auto-tune, and they just turn it to the highest frequency? Him and all the new Lils all sound the same. Everybody sounds the same. Dude, everybody sounds the same. Remember, like, if this is, I mean, gonna, you 
probably think like, oh, wow, you're fucking, you're old and that's corny. But like when T.I. started rapping, when, and I mean, but also, you know, saying rapping, oh, so white. When T.I. started rapping, <laughs> when, no, but, but when T.I. started, when, when like 50 Cent started, like when those guys that when we were growing up got on the song, you knew right away that it was them. There's not people like that. Lil Wayne, when you hear him spark up the blunt, like, it was like, I, I thought I had a lighter, but I don't. I don't. I was going to, oh yeah, I do. Oh yeah, I do. Dude, if you heard, if you heard this, you knew exactly who was, who was about to start rapping. Am I right? You knew that you were about to hear. <laughs> you knew that was about to be in the song. If you heard, dude, if you heard, you knew, you knew that was coming. But now they all sound like, dude, they all sound like this. This sounds like every song. That was like one of the cool things about Pop Smoke is he had like such a unique. He had such a unique voice that it just sounded it sounded cool that it was different. Um, I mean, there's there's just not that many of like. The new guys left, like that are that like cool. Um, there's like the baby; he's kind of cool. Like his his flow. I'd consider Drake part of one of those older groups just because. Um, I consider Drake those because. Oh, excuse me. He started back then, like when Degrassi, like wheelchair Jimmy. Just weird, man. But anyway, Floyd Mayweather's daughter arrested for allegedly stabbing that guy. And the next question I have for you is, are you surprised? You know, Floyd Mayweather beats women. It's only right that his daughter stabs men. Allegedly, 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 of course, of all these. (laughs) You know, Floyd Mayweather? Not that good of a dude. That's like, honestly, you guys know that I was a Brennan Shop dick rider. And that's kind of when I took a step back was when he started like defending. Not defending, but like, like I'm a fan, I'm a fan of, of Floyd Mayweather. Like, when you do shit like that, like, it's hard to be a fan of those kind of guys. Like, everybody knew, everybody knew he was doing some shit, but, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, a, speaking of coronavirus, a tiger at the Bronx Zoo test positive for the coronavirus. Now, what does that mean? Like, 
so, like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, samples were taken tested after a tiger. Wow, samples from Nadia were taken taken and tested after the tiger and five other tigers and lions at the zoo began showing symptoms of respiratory illness. Wow. Wow. So I thought that animals just lived with it and that this was like something that jumped because coronavirus has been around for a while. From what I think I know of this, which no one really knows anything. So, I mean, if I'm completely wrong, it's like, oh, well, no one knew anything at that time anyway, right? Um, But what I think I heard right is that coronaviruses have been around for a while, and they've gone from animal to animal and from people to people, but they've never had one go from animal to person or person to animal. Um, if, I hope I'm right on that, but if not, whatever. But um, uh, they anticipate full recoveries. That's another thing that's kind of weird is that I've been going on, dude, I've been going on so many walks lately. Like around the neighborhood, um, or at the park, and one of the things about this is that, like, well, and obviously, I'm not trying to pet anyone's dog or cat or, well, no one walks a fucking cat. Also, unless you're a psychopath, but um, yeah, like everybody's walking their dog, and you know, everybody's keeping their distance, but also being very friendly, um. And, like, Dan, Dan responded to me on Twitter with something that made a lot of sense. Like, that people are just more inclined to come together during some type of tragedy or big stressful event. Which makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Like, when 9-11 happened, everybody says in New York, everybody, like, just really came together. And, I mean, the whole country came together. I wasn't, like... I think I was in second or third grade. So I wasn't really old enough to like appreciate the coming together that that was happening. If that makes sense, but like this time, this is like the first time in my lifetime that there's been something like this that happened. And like that just it just it feels like The people that are fortunate enough to, you know, get out of this 100% okay, it it feels like um, everything is going to, like, I don't know how to word it. Like, it's going to be incredible after this passes. You know, for the people of us, like I said, that make it out and make it, and just for the people that make it out of this all, um, you're going to just, I feel like we're all going to appreciate everything more. Like, I've been so grateful when I go outside or just, like, 
wake up feeling good, you just feel better. It's like when the sun pops out after like a crazy like two days of rain or that first here's a good analogy. The first warm day after winter. Everybody is like outside, everybody feels good, everybody's in a good mood. I feel like when this is all done with, that's what it's gonna be like. And you know, it's like everything around us has been just a little bit static. Everything was a little bit too normal. Everybody was taking advantage of everything. Um, not like taking advantage, but not appreciative of what they had. Um, and I just think like instead of this being a negative thing that happened, we could definitely take away a positive from it. And not let it be completely negative. Obviously, for people that like lose a family member or something during this, this is not going to be something they forget about. But <clears throat> for the people that don't, um, and even if the people that do can realize that, I mean, it doesn't have to be 100% negative. And that's not me saying, like, I'm thankful for this virus coming or, but I'm. I'm thankful for things that I wasn't appreciating like because of the virus came. It showed that appreciation for certain things. And then again, like it just it's weird because we for everything that's happened to this point, we've always been able to say, "Well, well, this is how they handled it then." Like remember how they handled it in this year. We can't say that right now. Um it's it's crazy having everybody be scared of the same thing. And everybody's aware of it. You know? Some people aren't taking it very serious, but... I mean... Everybody's aware of it. And Dr. I listened to a podcast with Dr. Drew. And some people think Dr. Drew's like not a doctor, but even though he is. Because they see him on the teen mom thing, and you think... Well... He's got to be fake. But no, he's like a legit doctor. And I listened to him. Um, and he was basically, he was, he said that it's a little bit blown out of proportion, which made me feel good. Oh, not good, but better. Um, like, what's scary about this is we don't know what impacts it. And then, obviously, if you are one of the people that have a terrible reaction to this virus, there's only so much they can do. Like, some people are getting, like, double pneumonia, which is not good for anybody, really. Especially, and, like, the people that check off those boxes that that they keep talking about, like, any kind of underlying health issues, it's just, it's scary. And how, like, how quick it spreads, it's, it's all crazy. Um, the other thing is, like, Like, think about this. Worst case scenario, if nothing, if, if you still have your family members from this, if you're out of a job, that's, that's the worst case scenario, probably, is that you don't have your job and money's getting tight. But other than that, worst case scenario, for most people, everything is still 
three-fourths of what you're used to. Right? You have your phone. You have Netflix. You have your internet. You have electricity. You have fresh water. Now, what happens if this is all happening? Everybody's on edge. Food is a, a little bit shorter. Toilet paper is still impossible to find. Lysol wipes. Good luck. Now, what happens if, if the power goes out right now? And the grid just gets shut down. Or, what if, <laughs> while we're on this spinning ball, hurling through space at infinity, protected by a thin layer of gas. What if, what if a meteor decides to hit LA or, or New York or any city? What happens if that super volcano in Yellowstone decides to erupt now? No one's making out of it that we have it. We still have it right now with the coronavirus. It's still the best time to ever be alive. Like we still have it way better than anybody in history ever has. It's uh, it's weird. There's an, the other thing is like the stay at home order. It's like they're telling people, like, you have to stay at home or you're going to get in, like, or we're going to lock you up. But then in other places, they're letting prisoners out because of the coronavirus. So which is it? I don't understand that one. That one's confusing me. And I think I've been jumping around on topics a little bit too much right now. Um, so I'm going to end it here. I'm going to end it here because I've been jumping around on too many different topics and getting a little bit confused. Um, but, of course, as always, until next time, everybody. Peace. Black leather glove, no secret. Buckles on the jacket, it's elite shit. Nike crossbody, got a piece in it. Gotta dance, but it's really on some street shit I'ma show you how to get it It go right foot up, left foot slide Left foot up, right foot slide Basically I'm saying either way we bout to slide hey, Can't let this one slide hey. Don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson I could get you the passion It's a thriller in a trap Where we from? Baby, don't you wanna dance with me? No, I could dance like Michael Jackson. I could get you satisfaction. And you know we out here every day with it. I'ma show you how to get it. It go right foot up, left foot slide, left foot up, right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way, we bout to slide. Hey, Kelly.